The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to The Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. I'm Aaron. I'm joined once again with Ed, Matt, and Ben. You and, know, uh, on that intro, I like the way he says the assholes. We're not yeah. the assholes. We're yeah, the, the, not these. The, the assholes. The, yeah. How a pedestrian. The the. <laughs> the also, I think it's worth stating that being called an asshole is an honorary term. You have to earn that. Well, you don't have to do this. <laughs> no, you not don't much. have to do much. I mean, no. You just got to make an asshole. Not up. much. Show up. <laughs> we got to earn it. Show up. <laughs> uh, mouth off. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, what are we smoking today? We're smoking the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua. Four of them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and this particular size is called the Espressivo, which is a Robusto, standard yeah. 5x50. Box press looks like. Yeah, and those are yeah, soft box. Yeah, ten ninety nine for a single, mm-hmm. one ninety four ninety nine for a box of twenty. If your local retailer doesn't carry those, you can find them at twoguyscigars.com. dot com. That's so the, the number, number two. two. Yeah. Guyscigars.com. <laughs> yeah, so, I think I've heard of that before. So I think I've dabbled on that website. <laughs> different size. The Maestro was uh, Cigar Aficionado's 2019 Cigar of the Year. Mm-hmm. Huh. And that one, as I recall, is a torpedo shape. I believe it's so, six yeah. Six by 52. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Like a torpedo. Uh, very firm pack, but uh, draws perfect. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a plus. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little tight for my taste. Hmm. Um, it is definitely firm packed. Um, I'd prefer it a little looser, but that's just me. I get pretty picky about my draw on the cigar. Whoa. Mm. So. Wow. Mm. Going to start off on a sour note, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, somebody has to. Yeah. It was like the, the brass knuckles on the uh, Aging Worms logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It seems out of place, but <laughs> I, I know there's a whole story behind it, but <laughs> it, it's, it always kind of catches me. Yeah, it's a little different than a lot of stuff you see on bands and design stuff, yeah. Mm. I'm happy enough with the draw. Not that anyone asked. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for your input. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd throw it out there. The uh, orange Nicaragua... Oh, my gosh. Orange? Nicaragua uh, band. We made it <laughs> it's just four minutes before you stumbled. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's been a lot more today, but... Uh, yeah, it, it just it really pops. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, unusual. You don't see a whole lot of orange on, you know, cigar no. bands. It's cool. <laughs> it's like okay, not that interesting. Uh, I got distracted. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at the cigar and I just totally blanked. Mesmerized. <laughs> see, I wouldn't say mesmerized. See, the difference is you get distracted and you go blank. I get distracted and I just jumble my words. <laughs> I just look at Ed like. What? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. All right. I always feel better when Ed's up here next to me. Yeah, I got notes and stuff. I know. I got a top five, but you probably already got one. I do. Well. I, I got some false information, you know, from the old sheet of uh, our schedule where it said 
Matt is not here today. Well, there's that's a, there's, probably very old info. Well, that's that. There's a good reason for that. Is because I and much of the other people around were supposed to be in Las Vegas right now uh, for the yes, trade show. And no, we're not. So here I am. That's right. I forgot it was. And then next week's show, we were going to maybe touch on what was coming out of the show and stuff that I saw. So now do we just have to touch on this week's show since you were here? I mean, yeah, let's. let's and then next week, we have to try to make something up as we go, like every other week. Yeah. I mean, we'll just pretend that I have something to report on and I'll just come up with something. Well, I'm going to show you what my top five is and see if you like it better than yours. We could save yours. Or do you think that's too... You don't have to be humble. You can say yours is better. It's not bad, but I feel like it's similar to what we did last week. Mm -hmm. Because I have something completely unrelated. All right. Well, let's go with something completely different. Okay. And if it's terrible, then... uh, But save that, because I I do like that list. Yeah. (laughs) But I think we should spread them out. All right. right. Enough of this build-up. Let's uh, get into it, then. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So today's top five list is going to be something that was inspired to me. Uh, not, I mean, not directly. The theme was inspired to me directly by my, my friend John Carney, uh, who is from the Florida Dominicana. So is it steak related? But moonlights <laughs> as a steak smith. Um, <laughs> that was my real intro to that. Uh, you may have seen him on his online series Hacking Gourmet. Um, but yeah, so everyone you know who knows john personally i guess uh knows he's a steak smith so this week's top five is going to be the top five steakhouses in the united states mm, okay and i love steak i know you like steak i enjoy a steak so and we're gonna hear a lot of big dollar <laughs> big names. dollar big meats <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so this was just uh this was a, a an article i found online um i read through a couple of them and a lot of the lists that i looked at had a lot of this, a lot of similar places. Mm. Um, so, and number five is going to be the Kevin Rathbun Steakhouse in Atlanta, hmm. which I'd actually never heard of. Yeah, I know you don't hear a whole lot of like restaurants in Atlanta. I mean, I'm sure they're there, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, usually you hear the big names are like Las Vegas or Los Angeles. Well, that's like true. I mean, York. Las Vegas has you know a lot of steakhouses out there. Mm. I mean, you know, I've been there. A bunch of times, and they always go to steakhouses. Like big there. kind of tourist locations yeah. is typically where you hear like the big... Plus big, big names, too, yeah. like the chefs, too, yeah, like Gordon Ramsay's out there. Emerald has a steakhouse Emerald has there. one. Wolfgang has one. Gordon Ramsay has like five of them. Uh, is it Joel Robichon has one or two of them? Hmm. Um, yeah, they all have them. I think Guy Fieri might have one. Um, not Guy Fieri. Bobby Flay has one. I was going to say one. down in Flavortown, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of them out there. Um, at number four, and I don't think there's any Las Vegas on this list, but we can talk back on that after. Uh, number four is Cattleman's Steakhouse in Oklahoma City. I mean, sounds like Cattleman. Sounds like they yeah. Yeah. Do you get to like point out which uh, <laughs> steer yeah, you want like slaughtered? Picking and, out your lobster. Yeah. I'll take that one. Yeah. Down uh, there? Yeah. I like the look in that one's eye. Uh, <laughs> it's like when you go to the uh, restaurant and you pick out the lobster in the tank. Yeah. That's what it's, it's like. I don't you know, show up a couple of days early and pick them out. And then <laughs> they bring you out in the field and you're like, 
that one looks like a good steer. <laughs> is it just me or jokes getting repetitive here? <laughs> well, Which has yeah. happened. Well, that, I've, I've got a steak in my uh, freezer right now from a cow that I interacted with a few weeks earlier. So, wait a minute, my mind. Don't yeah. blow up our spot. Excuse me, what Whoa. do you mean interacted with? Uh, I told it to get out of my way. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say so elaborate. Like, oh, and then, and then it got slaughtered. And so, okay. I don't know if this was like a cow tipping incident or. No, no. Or that's, worse, that's something more nefarious. That's, that, <laughs> don't tip cows. It's cruel. It breaks their ribs. Aaron, you got to keep your image clean. You are a teacher, you know. You can't be doing weird stuff with animals. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> they won't don't, let you know those fr- kids. <laughs> don't you phrase it that way. <laughs> uh, number three is uh, the Peter Luger Steakhouse in New York City. Now, do you think at this point that's memory food or you think it's still top level? What do you mean? I, it's just been around. For a long time. That yeah. is like nostalgia. That yeah, people nostalgia feel like it's, it's heyday was like 85 to 90. Right. That's yeah. when it was really the known steakhouse in the country. But you don't hear it really brought up very often anymore. Hmm. Do you think Not we really. should all go down there and try it? An ash hole trip? Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> all right. We could do a steak trip. Yeah. Why not? I'd be down. Who's paying? Uh, John Carney. <laughs> yeah, that's right. John, you're paying. <laughs> Um, and number two is Burns, Tampa, Florida. Now, this one appeared on a lot of the lists that I saw that I when I researched this list, and it was always within the top three. Yeah, and, and this is one I have heard of, which yeah. says a lot. <laughs> yeah, this one I saw on a lot of lists. It was always in the top three. So this and Tampa, Tampa is a great area too. So you know, a lot of nightlife down there and stuff like that. I've heard a lot of good restaurants in the Tampa area as well. Hmm. Um, but number one, we have one that I. There we go. A little late there. <laughs> you, blow up my, you blow up my spot. I'm gonna blow up your spot. That's fine. <laughs> we all have our actual moment. Now this one at number one, I actually saw in almost every list, and it was always either one or two. And this one is cut in Beverly Hills, California. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So another name which I have heard gets out there. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I might have even you know, straight to the point with the title, the name of it. So. Cut. Been there before. <laughs> cut. <laughs> No, I don't oh, think I, I, I haven't. I haven't been there, but I, I definitely have seen it. You got to know people to get in there. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, like we were saying before, there's a lot of you know, like Las Vegas, L.A., the, the, you know, even New York City as a whole. Like there's, there's mm-hmm. big cities with a, they're known for having a lot of places like that. I mean, so, where there's money, there's steak. So, <laughs> what what is the best steakhouse you've actually been to? Forget that list, which is a good list. But what's the best one you've actually been? To? I've been to a lot of steakhouses in my time. Um, that's a tough one. He's like the Outback and North Shore, <laughs> the Outback. No. <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> um, I would say my favorite so far has to have been Gordon Ramsay Steak in Las Vegas. So far, I mean, I've been to the Capitol Grill, I've been to Roots Chris, I've been to yeah, but Morton's. Any, any and, of the I mean, I guess it's nice. The chains are, yeah. I mean, eat something when you know there's some abuse in the process. You know, not of the meat, just of the. Staff, so. <laughs> <laughs> that one's that one's gonna be my I want favorite. My steak so back far. black and blue, and I want my weight staff black and blue. <laughs> <laughs> and specifically for me, I think it would be the beef Wellington. Hmm. I mean, that's, I feel like that's kind of Gordon Ramsay's thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it is. Absolutely. The Welly, 
been a lot of yelling about that. <laughs> I don't know if you call it a wellie because wellie. No, they do. They call it the wellie. Really? They do. Which my girlfriend actually lived in England for a while. Like the boots, I, the glasses, yeah. right? <laughs> and she and she's also a fan of Gore Ramsey. We were talking about this over the weekend, and she was like, "Well, actually, she's like, I would call wellies like rain boots when yeah. I lived in England. Wellington boots. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, then why do they call it the wellie? <laughs> I guess. Well, they. Know but he has. I've seen him do it. I mean, like, I suppose online. if you're eating it, you know which one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, what's the best steakhouse you've been to? I'm sure you've been to some good ones. I don't know. I mean, I don't even recall what he calls his, but uh, Emeralds in Las Vegas was quite good. I don't know where was that at the MGM? I forget where. It might be. No, MGM is the uh, Joel Robichon. Oh, is he at the uh, Emerald? Is at um. Oh man, hmm. I know where it is too. I've seen it. I've been in it, and I can't tell you. Yeah, is it Delmonico at the Venetian? That I think is, I think it is at the Venetian. Yeah, is it? I think that's yeah. probably what you're thinking of. Yeah. I think that is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we if we keep it local, I've always been a, a big fan of Grilled Twenty Three. Sure. And mm-hmm. they make just a fantastic Kobe cap steak. Yeah. So it's a little thing for a lot of money, but it's got a lot of delicious packed into that small package. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can always appreciate a good cut. I mean, you know, you, you start getting into, you know, the higher price stuff, you know, but at the same time, you know, if if you're talking about high-end steak, you know that going into it. It's not going to be cheap. Yeah. yeah. The, the problem is just their price structure with these sides. Right. Nobody can agree, but they bring you way more than for one person. So I think <laughs> there's a lot of waste on side dishes at mm-hmm. steakhouses. Yeah. Now, Grill 23 makes some. Homemade truffled tater tots that are to die for. A tater tot is a beautiful thing. It really is. <laughs> it re- no, it really is. Like yeah. I'm not even like blowing smoke. Give me some of your tots. <laughs> I've seen taters. I've seen, I've seen like I, there's a restaurant I went to on Friday, um, and they had I forget what they called it, but it was tater tots. They had like cheese and peppers on it. It was like, it was like a nacho plate, but mm. with, with tater tots. It was fantastic. That's smart. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It so was you're, you're so at, good, though. You're at Hooters? <laughs> no. Because they do that at Hooters. Well, I mean, I don't really go to Hooters, but no, it was called, uh, it was in Waltham, a Copper House. Oh. Yeah, it's right at the hotel. Yeah. Yep. 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 It was there. I've been there before. It's a pretty good place. Yeah. No, it was good. Good, great menu. But they had that there, and I was like, wow, this I've uh, never had it. I've seen mm. some places do giant tater tots as an appetizer. Really? Just a, just a potato that's kind of... How, well, when you say giant tater, how big? <laughs> I mean... Like the size of an egg? Oh, wow. Size of like a fist, a little smaller than a baseball. You might wow. get a couple tater tots for an appetizer. Wow. Yeah. I want to know who has that. I've never seen that. Mm, I'm going to have to do I some like research. Every, yeah. I've had it. I can't say where. It's an odd one because it's like, how do you cook it through, you know, where it's yeah. consistent? So that's yeah. interesting. Hmm. Yeah. It's the magic of tater tots. <laughs> Aaron, what about you? What's your favorite steakhouse? Not a huge steakhouse guy. I prefer to make my own steak. So really, I have some trust issues. So because when I say I want you okay, know, well, medium then, or rare, then you know I can't trust that it'll come that way. <laughs> all right. Well, then for the sake of keeping it somewhat interesting, and we'll kind of change it a little bit. What is your favorite steak to make? Like, what's your favorite cut? Um, depends on the purpose, but I, I typically lean towards the sirloins. Okay, but you know, I I will work with whatever you know cut and just see what it can do with it. You know, yeah. So. I like a good ribeye or a sirloin. Uh, the New York strips are good if mm-hmm. they're if they're done. I actually, I got um, I made my own Kona 
the coffee rub. Yep. Mm. A few, uh, about a month or so ago, cooked it in a skillet with um, some shallots, some butter, some, a little bit of olive oil. It's fantastic. It was great. That coffee rub on the outside gives it that nice black on the outside. And then it was like, I, get, I like mine somewhere between medium rare and medium. The perfect amount of redness in the middle. What's uh, your preferred cooking method? I prefer to cook in a skillet in a pan Yep. to keep the juices in. I don't like cooking on a grill. Do you do the oven and you know a yeah. stovetop? Yeah. Uh, that's what now, I, which one do you fir- do first? There is debate. <laughs> the, do you I, sear first or do you? <laughs> I, I go searing first. Yeah, don't you want to trap it in yeah. as much as you can? Hard, yeah. Hard sear on both sides and then into the oven. And trap or the like, juices. Or like, on, like every Christmas, my family makes a, a whole tenderloin for Christmas dinner, and we will sear it on the grill and then just cook it in the oven, and that's it. Quick, hmm. quick sear, oven, take it out. And do you you're preheating your uh, skillet, your oh yeah, cast iron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, good. Okay, yeah. all right. I mean, we're in agreement there. We're settled on that. <laughs> like that, no debate. Okay. I mean, John Carney is supposedly the expert. So one of these days, if he's down here and he joins us, we have to pick his. He, brain. He's got a whole thing, you know, mm. this long, and then it's off the heat. And have you had his steak? And, oh yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's I'm like wow. Yeah, I mean, I'll give him credit. He, he puts a lot into it, but it is good. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. So I'll give yeah, him that. It's crazy dry aging, you know. <laughs> no, it's good it's though. It's, I can't knock him. He's he does a great job. Although he brought one that was uh, over dry age for me. You know, it gets a little bit of a funk taste mm. to it. Was that the last time he was here? Uh, uh, for not the last time, but a couple times. Ago, it was the time he was on uh, the, the Pit Thursday. Life. Oh, he was on Pit oh, Life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, when you age it a long time, it gets a little bit of a funky taste. Mm. Well, last time he was actually down here, about a month or so ago, when he did the Scar yeah, Therapy, he brought some, some steak. Yeah, and that he was brought, phenomenal. He brought Wagyu, and he brought, was it, I want to say it was bison? Or, or was it elk? No, it was bison. Mm. It was bison. That was actually good. It was different, but it was it was good. Hmm. I enjoyed that. I'd eat that again. Um, the cigar would go pretty well with a... Uh, Steak, I don't know about a dry age, dude. Probably yeah. conflict with that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, typically seasoned salt, pepper, steak. Yeah, a good go medium, well. medium full cigar right after like a good steak dinner is a great combination. Mm. I, a lot of times after I have a good steak, I will go out and I'll have a cigar right after. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's I mean, fantastic. It's, it's the, the best, yeah. you know. It's a great, like, for, one, two, yeah. With that nice full belly, you can go to a fuller body right. cigar. Yep. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of your... Let the beef enjoy some of the cigars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have a nice, you know, solid, full stomach from that beef, and then you can even hit some of those cigars that are maybe a little bit stronger than you the would smoke. Makers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good time to smoke those on a nice full stomach. I wouldn't smoke those after, like, having sushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, flavor alone. <laughs> it's a weird flavor, yeah. but yeah, no, not not a full enough belly. All right, why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we'll continue smoking the aging aging room Quattro Nicaragua. Only great leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouthwatering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. 
Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark, Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. 
Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Añejo XO Cigar Blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're smoking the Aging Room Quattro Nicaraguan. And while I have your attention, head over to YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook. You just hit the like button, whatever. And on Instagram at Ashles Radio. Just throw a monkey wrench in the whole mm. uh, naming plan. <laughs> yeah, but we're not on radio. No, no radio. No. Um, not after the incident. <laughs> what incident? I'm legally not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> I'll just ask Oliver. <laughs> He'll tell you anything. He'll, he'll get some weird stories. <laughs> the naked show is his idea. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> Oliver likes to get naked. Yeah, he, he likes a lot of strange stuff. He's got a lot of uh, weird fetishes. <laughs> I, I've, I've been told Oliver just is one of those guys he likes to have a good time. That's as simple as I can put it. He enjoys a taco. That's why they call him Good Time Nouveau. <laughs> he, he does. He does like tacos. Yeah, he's. I've been told he's a taco expert. I mean, he probably told you that. Yeah. But no, he yeah, actually. He I'm actually not going to disagree. I mean, he, he actually did. He he does have a lot of experience with tacos. Right. I don't know if all he's an the, expert. You know, he certainly travels enough to be able to experience a lot of different mm-hmm. tacos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I've been told that, and I might have this wrong, and he'll call me out if I am. But I've been told he prefers tacos from a taco truck he versus a oh, restaurant. I mean, yeah, yeah. The taco truck I, I hear is like his. That's like lower overhead, more more attention to the the yeah. craft of the taco. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know if the the overhead's over always. Uh, I don't think it's very high <laughs> with tacos. <laughs> <laughs> no matter where well, they're coming about, from. I'm just talking about a restaurant in general. <laughs> Which are these tacos ones? are going to be one of the easiest, simplest, cheapest foods to make when you think about it. You uh, starting a fight there with a? No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, no. And I didn't mean that in it's a like, negative way. It's like, I mean, it's like so simple, an idiot can do it. <laughs> I just, I can't wait till Demolition Man actually comes true and Taco Bell is the uh, number yeah. one <laughs> restaurant in the world. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was just a quick reference point for. Yeah, everybody. I know. When, yeah. when we see the three shells appear, then we'll know. <laughs> Although, it, if it was ever going to appear, it would have, you know, at the beginning of this whole COVID thing. So, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I hope you're right. I hope that it's never, ever going to happen. Which, it was never defined what it is, so. Well, we can imagine what the three shells did. Uh, I don't think I want to. <laughs> Scoop and scrape. Yeah. Scoop and scrape. <laughs> I don't know. They complained about the unsanitary uh, paper, so... Couldn't imagine they'd be. Yeah, and I don't think Taco content. Bell's really on top of the world anymore. They usually no. have to bunk with exactly, a, a KFC yeah. or something. Yeah, and they're always side by side. That's true. <laughs> I've seen him like with all sorts it's of like a, ones. It's like a high uh, Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins. Right I've seen him with an A and W. I don't know if A and W even exists. Anymore. Right, there was one right over here, and it was, was a Taco was, Bell yeah, right Long John Silver's. Combo. I was going to say, yeah, Long John uh, Silver. A and W still those diners still do. They're still around. Yeah, there was one. It was up the road from here. Now it's A and W, and now it's a Popeyes. Now it's Popeyes, which that's a step up and bef- i think before that was it it was yeah it was just a kfc i think before that. oh no that was down the road yeah but uh yeah, yeah, kfc yeah. left and popeyes yep. came in a few years later i mean 
I don't know. I feel like McDonald's has got like the king on the the major nationwide fast food. Only, well, I mean, only when the McRib is back. Once the McRib is back, everyone gets crazy, and then the McRib goes away. It's like, eh. I've never understood it. It's vile. Yeah, the yeah. McRib is it's not absolutely even rib. disgusting. <laughs> of course, it's not rib. It's just a sauce on some cardboard, isn't it? It's like, mystery meat. If if it's it's a mystery, if it's meat, <laughs> exactly. And then there was the whole Rick and Morty thing when they had the Szechuan sauce, and then everyone went nuts. I remember like when that whole ordeal happened. I went into a McDonald's the next day, not even. Because that just because I went in there for a coffee or something, and Ugh. it was it was like Poor judgment it was like man. eight it was like eight thirty in the morning, and there was all these kids, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And they're like, oh, the Szechuan sauce is coming out today. I'm like, what? So that there's a Rick and Morty connection to that. I I, I didn't I, hear anything about it. I don't watch Rick and Morty. I just know it has something I'm, to do with that. I'm show. kind of familiar with Rick and Morty. Like I know the hmm. general premise. I've never really watched an episode. I know somehow it's. But uh, how did that connect with? Uh, McDonald's something about they something on the show about Szechuan sauce and then McDonald's like said that they were actually going to come out with Szechuan sauce like as a limited oh. time thing so like all these kids were like oh my god I gotta get it and like it was a line just to get not to get food just to get sauce just the mm. sauce that's bizarre I mean it's like the hype over what was it the Popeye's chicken sandwich oh yeah know? like who waits in Which line all like, morning to get like chicken nuggets just to get a fancy sauce just to be like Oh, I waited in four hours in line for that. Yeah, not, yeah, not kids, kids are weird. <laughs> ben, you know what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. Do you have any input on that? Do you know more than I do about this situation? No, I just remember that Szechuan sauce. It was like diarrhea in a packet. That's yeah. how it was. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't special. I don't get. I don't know. I don't get it. Kids it's... ran into there and they ran out. After yeah. All right. Well, since. Ben said diarrhea. <laughs> it's time once again to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy, brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. This is Old Fart Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days when life was simpler and cheaper. Apparently, as a baby boomer, I'm supposed to hate the millennials. I don't even know who or what they are, but I'm a fair-minded guy. Usually I don't hate anyone until after I meet them. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. Man, he waits till after he meets to be built up to hate them. That's, that's weird. He's very progressive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so he starts off like just liking people in general and then, mm-hmm. then hates them? Huh. I should yeah. try that, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say something on the air? And I'm, yeah, I'm going to do this. All right. Um, not not to you guys, to the person who's going to be watching this. I'm going to do this right on the air. I just got to. So we were during the we were talking about the steakhouses before the break, mm-hmm. and then during the break, you know, Ben mentioned Davio's restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about the popovers, mm-hmm. and I texted my girlfriend, and I was like, "Oh, we should totally make popovers soon." And I get, "What are popovers?" And I'm like, "What?" Well, I mean, she, we, were, we were also talking about how they've kind of like fallen out of. I know, trend, but she so. she's good in the sense. kitchen. No, I expected her to know she, that. You say she lived in England? I mean, no, she did. Like she's not she in her forties. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, you could try your Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, she might know that. She probably knows what that is. That's so she it. doesn't know what popovers are. Did you break up with her via text? No. Right down there? <laughs> I mean, that's not a deal breaker for me. But I was like, what is? That? It's got to be close, Matt. It's got to be close. Sorry, this is a deal breaker. <laughs> you don't know what popovers yeah. are? <laughs> just, just, sorry, I, I can't talk right now. I'm hankering for some session ones. I mean, a lot. That's no way. <laughs> I wouldn't eat that. Who has been referred to it as diarrhea in a packet? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so we should probably talk about the cigar, I guess. Sure, you know, we <laughs> we've mentioned it. You think so? Yeah, I mean, t- I mean, talking I about guess. food too much. You know, you start getting talking about food, and it just everything goes off the rails. Yeah. Well, unfortunately for me, I guess I kept getting distracted because I'm just, I don't know, not excited over it. It's just, I mean, that my, for my personal taste, it's, eh, it's not really my cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, it's got, I think, very robust flavor, mm-hmm. you know, but... Yeah, it's not necessarily my flavor profile either, but uh, it's very well constructed. Unlike Matt, I'm getting a perfect draw from this, a good burn. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm getting a lot of smoke production, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, nice construction. It doesn't draw as well as I had hoped it would, mm. but I would say in terms of the the construction, the the smoke on it, all good points. The flavor is just not on my palate. Um, it's just not something in terms, you know, me personally that I would smoke. I mean, it is a very consistent flavor. It's not, not a lot, right. no transitions really. Um, a lot of spice, some smokiness. Um, not a not a ton of depth. Uh, mm-hmm. The retro has kind of a, a unique kind <clears throat> of tanginess. <laughs> you know, it's it's almost uh, like in the realm of licorice, but not quite. Yeah. Yeah. Should, should I pull a Mr. Jonathan and say I'm getting hints of persimmon on the retro hail? Sure. Nobody knows Why what you're talking about either. So <laughs> that's fine. I, I see. I see the licorice. Mm. I see it. Yeah. yeah. It's not quite. It's a little bit more. It's not. Uh, it's not a little sharper. Yeah. It. Yeah. I know. Exactly, you, I know exactly what you, you mean. You see it, but do you taste it? Well, that's what I meant. Oh, all right. I I, I, I taste a hint of it. It's not as Aaron said. It's what is not, that when you uh? Taste, uh, you taste or, smells. or you see, yeah, <laughs> not taste smells, but there's like, uh, it's there's it's a auditory, you can what see sounds or something like that. Uh, what's hear colors, hear colors, yeah. Oh man, no, I can't, it's it's on the tip of my tongue, the name of it. Uh, Syn- uh yeah, it's uh, synthanesia, yeah, synthanesia, that's the word. Mm. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I can see the taste, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. hear a sound and automatically see a color. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah, kind of, mm. kind of interesting. I mean, huh. for a brain defect, no, not really. Deep. <laughs> Easy, Aaron. Easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's rare. With the odds of offending somebody with that are what do you think pretty rare? slim. That or heterochromia. And uh, but you know what? If they're hearing this, then they're probably seeing it too. So yeah, they're seeing <laughs> rage. That. That's what they're seeing for you. Why are they seeing red? <laughs> Pit Life BBQ is in the house. Sorry, I get excited for that show. We all <laughs> well, do. we were talking about steak for yeah. half the show. We, so. You missed it. We were talking about steak and top five steakhouses in the U.S. and how my girlfriend doesn't know what popovers are. And I'm disappointed. <laughs> well, I, right? I know. Matt, it's being recorded. Johnny can watch it later. <laughs> we, we don't have to. I know, but I want to fill thing. him in so he knows like it's a good <laughs> show to watch. Him up. <laughs> Matt also people decided get on this he stage and they forget the you can rewind. You know, all over the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was watching it live. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, he is a dedicated follower. Completely up to date on. No, yeah, yeah. No. that'd be irresponsible. Would not be responsible. He was listening to it for all the law and enforcement. While he says while he was driving, he means his driver was driving. He right. was in the backseat. He pulls up in a Maybach every week. It's wow. fantastic. <laughs> That's beautiful. Dude, I'm in the wrong business. I should be cooking steak. <laughs> Barbecue's been very, very good to you. Mm. <laughs> All right, what do you think? Should we rate this? Yeah, let's go for it. 
Should we start with Matt or he? He can start with Matt, sure. He probably oh, doesn't wow. want to start. Well, I mean, I already, yeah. All right. Well, mm. I'm going 88. Okay. Cool. Just for the reasons you've already stated. Well, yeah. I mean, we already kind of got into the, the backstory of it. But yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's made well. Nice wrapper on it. Consistent flavor. Not my cup of tea. Not my palate. Not flavor I like. But it's, mm-hmm. it's consistent. It's not very complex. Um, it's just, and it's a little tight for my taste, a lot of smoke, but a little tight for me. It's, um, yeah, going 88. Yeah. I think you gave plenty of reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to justify it. All right. Cause I know you're going to like come back at something that's probably better what, than like that. 140 or something. Maybe not that high, but. Uh, no, you're, <laughs> you're right in the neighborhood. I'm going 89 on this one. Yeah. It is. Like I say, it's perfectly constructed. Mm-hmm. It uh, burns well, draws well, and I think it does have very robust flavor to it. Um, as with you, I'm not getting a lot of complexity from it, so mm-hmm. I can't really go above an 89 on this one. It's funny, 89. I'm going 87 actually. It's <laughs> really, we're, we're always kind of like in the same realm and. Totally. I mean, it's not. I don't think we're feeding off of each other, you know, point wise. <laughs> I didn't um, think you were going to go that low, though. I thought you would have said yeah. like ninety. Well, I mean, the the flavors are they're okay. I mean, they're they're not really in my wheelhouse. You know, it's not a. It doesn't wow me. You yeah, know? It, it, it's good for somebody, I'm sure. I did have some burn issues uh, right off the bat. You know, it was it was one side's just not burning. Had to touch it up, and it caught up for a little bit, but then it stopped again. So. You know, I had to take a point away for the burn issues. Construction otherwise is fine. Great draw, firm pack. Um, but yeah, yeah, it just t- doesn't quite sit right with me. Although it is a, an improvement from the traditional Quattro, which I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. But <laughs> so it's, it didn't have a whole lot of hope. Uh, ben, what are your thoughts? I'll go with an 88. Uh, <laughs> he always just picks where mm-hmm. we're at. He just copies wise. whatever I do. Oh, I just picked the average. Go. I always go with the average. <laughs> I always go with the average. Just you re- want to shake just things up, you should have said like you 93. Yeah, can't, can't be wrong that way. Um, <laughs> it is a well-constructed cigar. I like the ring gauge. It's a little bit smaller ring gauge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the retrohale has a nice harshness to it, a nice bite to it, mm-hmm. borderline a little too much. But uh, the f- flavors out of it, I'm not getting a ton. Kind of like the burnt almond type of flavor. Hmm. And and I don't and, love that. And you did bring up a, a good point. You said you like the ring gauge, and it does smoke smaller than it is. Even yep. it smokes smaller than a fifty. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd look at it more like a forty-eight or something with the box press. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, the only thing I took away from that is that Ben likes it on the smaller side. Yeah. 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 Like it smaller and likes it rough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys get me. <laughs> Makes so much sense now. All yeah. right. Now you know why I like the average. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've been listening to the Astros broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. Head over to unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. You can see our past episodes and some other great podcasts as well. We will see you next week. and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.